And a very good morning to you, Peter. Happy Friday. And happy Friday to you as well, Savannah, and to all the listeners. How are we all doing this with this blustery weekend? It seems the the, the the cold front is settling in, so mm. I can see us hunkering down in front of a fire. Some nice hearty food this weekend, I think. Yes, definitely the cold front approaching. So nice warm foods also to indulge. And yes. happy, happy and International course, Chocolate Day to you, by the way, just so by the way. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> indeed. I had to, to try and abstain and, 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 not, and not use it as an excuse to just completely overindulge. Yes. Um, but we did have a cursory chocolate in honor of the fact that it was oh. World Chocolate Day. <laughs> so it'd be rude not to. Okay. Um, yeah. So today you so, and I. Oh, yeah, so mm. yeah, I'm talking spare ribs. I'm, you know, I've been yes. thinking about. You know, obviously the fact that we're still still a little bit of load shedding around and it's it's colder and it's wetter and it's wintry. Mm. So I was thinking of some little heartier things to do on the fire. Okay. Um, and, and the first one that always comes to mind is is ribs. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of spare ribs. I've, it's been um, it's been one of those, it's kind of almost like my weakness. It's like uh-huh. it's my kryptonite, mm. you know, the spare ribs. And I, and I think in this kind of weather it's an absolute pleasure um i'm i'm i like the pork ribs although beef ribs beef ribs are also as good although beef ribs probably take a little bit longer cooking than your traditional pork ribs do um but for me i like to make my own barbecue sauce um as, so so basically you you can buy the ready-made ribs mm-hmm. um um i know brm do a fantastic one uh, Woolworths got a, really, a couple of really, really good ones where you they're literally pre-cooked. You just take them out the bag, put them on the fire, and let them do their thing. And and some of the pre-cooked ones these days are are pretty, pretty good. There's some really nice, healthier marinades. There's some mm-hmm. really tasty stuff. The 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 only my only problem with sometimes with the with the, with the less than fabulous pre-cooked ones is that they tend to be too cooked. Mm. You know, I, I don't like ribs where, where it's almost like the, overcooked the, it feels like you could eat the bones yes. and it's just so overcooked yes. they have a tendency to to, to to boil them to within an inch of their lives mm-hmm. and by the time you've warmed them up and put them on the fire or you just warm them up under the grill they really are quite soft but, you know, the, a, a good rib a texture should be soft but you should still have to chew it a little bit you should still still have to tear it from the bone mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to you see these uh, YouTube videos that when people are pulling the bone yes. out um, yeah. that, if you can put the bone out like that, then it's too, then it's overcooked. Then, then, then it's just, then it's mush and there's no texture mm. to it. So you're just getting this kind of barbecue flavor. You still want to have a little bit of a chew. You still want a little taste of the meat. So what I tend to do, which is also obviously cheaper, is to buy uh, raw ribs, a raw rack of ribs, mm-hmm. and, um, and cook them yourself. I mean, I know... Where was I this week? I was at Food Lovers Market this week, and they had a special on spare ribs, and I was like eighty rand a kilo or eighty nine oh, wow. rand a kilo, which yeah. is which is which is pretty good, yes. pretty good value in terms of you know putting that kind of protein on the table for that price is is well worth doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you buy the full belly ribs, is what they sell. You know, there's two types of ribs. You've got what we call the loin ribs, and those are the short, neat looking little ones that you see in on uh, in restaurants, uh-huh. or you can get the full belly rib, which is a it's a bigger piece because it's actually the entire rib. And it's got all the sinew and cartilage that runs along the bottom, which cooks and crisps up beautifully. Mm. You know, I think we have a tendency to have the, the, the loin rib because it's more, it looks neater, it looks better on the plate. Yes. But if you buy the, the, the actual, the, the, the belly ribs, they're cheaper by the kilo and there's, there's definitely a, a more meaty yield on them. Mm-hmm. So what I tend to do is I like to make my own barbecue sauce. 
You can buy your own barbecue or rib marinade if you if you there's plenty of decent ones about. Mm -hmm. I like to kind of see what's in the kitchen cupboard kind of thing. You know, a little bit of yeah. chutney, lots of smoked paprika, chilies, uh, toasted cumin, uh, ginger, garlic, and my secret recipe for for um, for ribs uh, for barbecue ribs is beer. Is oh, wow. I use uh, tin tomatoes and beer. So you make a nice kind of quite a, 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 a wet sauce. I say wet, I mean quite a runny. It's not like mm -hmm. a, a basting sauce. And then the, the, the secret is to then put the raw ribs into that sauce and then cook them in the oven. I like to cook them uncovered in the oven about 150 degrees for about an hour. And so what they're doing is they're slowly softening up inside. So they're actually cooking in the, in the, in the barbecue sauce itself. So not only are they, are they taking on the flavor of the barbecue, but they're also getting a nice, their own meat juices are now flowing in with your barbecue sauce. So mm -hmm. you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting a, a meatier barbecue sauce yes. and you're getting your nice ribs nice and softened. So once you've done that, take them out, and then, then they're ready for the fire. I mean, you don't have to do it immediately. You can keep them till the next day. In fact, the ribs are actually better if you leave them in the cooking liquid overnight in the fridge. Yes. Then the next day, they are as tasty as all hell. Simply take them off out the out the, 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 the cooking liquid and then throw them straight on the fire. Or if you want to, under a grill, uh, under a hot grill in an oven. What you'll do then is you just simply pour all of that juice that's left into a pan Pour that into a saucepan and just reduce it down. Let it cook down till it thickens up that nice kind of that sort of chutney consistency that you can then baste your ribs or, or just use as a dipping sauce. Uh -huh. So I find that that egg, that hour in the oven really softens them up so that, that they don't dry out on the fire or yes. under the grill. They just get a nice char on them and that, that the, 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 the sugars from the from the barbecue sauce just start to caramelize and give mm. that that lovely distinctive that what we call the Maillard effect. Yes. Um, is it that that lovely caramelized, that crispy meat kind of vibe that that goes on that's that's mm. just so distinctive of ribs. Um, and, and the beauty of that is because you've slow cooked them already, they're going to be nice and tender yes. and you're not going to dry them out on the fire. The problem sometimes comes when you put raw ribs straight on the fire, they'll take about 30, 30, 30 to 45 minutes on the fire and they have a tendency to dry out a little mm. bit. So my, my, my tip is always to um, to just let them let them simmer in a little bit of, of your homemade or your bought barbecue sauce yes. and, and, and to get the best. That for me is the best way to do the ribs. Beef ribs, on the other hand, are a little bit more of a cooking process because they really mm. need to be cooked for at least two hours. Yes. So I would say I would say the same process with the with the barbecue marinade, mm -hmm. but then leave them in the oven at 150 for about two hours because the 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 the, the connective tissue and and that the meat between the bones on 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 the beef is a lot. It's got a lot high collagen into it so it's, it's actually yes. better for you but it really does need to to break down those fibers so it needs to be cooked for long and slow mm -hmm. otherwise you'll be you'll be you know you, it'll be like trying to eat yeah you know what is your preference between old, the beef and the and the, the pork ones um to be honest i i, I prefer the, the the pork it's a lighter cut the mm -hmm. beef one is nice for this time of this time of year because it's it's nice and hearty and it really because you're cooking it for two hours in the oven, uh -huh. the sauce that you're cooking in becomes really quite rich and deep flavored. So, yes. so for this kind of weather, the beef rib is actually perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and and you don't even need to put the for the beef ribs like that. You don't even need to finish them on the fire if you don't want to. You can literally just braise them in the liquid. Um, so I suppose it's all about 
time you know mm. uh, how much time do you have do you have time to have to wait for those ribs for two hours in the oven um the beef ribs or, or you are you hankering for something now and you want to throw those ribs on the fire as soon as possible mm-hmm. and get stuck in so so i think those are the preferences for me also i think the pork the pork ones um because it's a lighter meat mm-hmm. it, they, it takes on the chili and the spice a lot better so i like quite fiery ribs that yes. really are sticky and, and quite hot and then also the nice thing about the pork ribs is they work really really well with all the sort of asian flavors mm-hmm. you know a little bit of the hoisin and the fish sauce so you can get quite a nice asian vibe going and that works much much better on the on the pork ribs than it does on the beef rib mm. Definitely. And I suppose uh, the next question I want to ask is probably, you probably prefer the braai, right? As opposed to the oven. Or is, what, yeah, what is your preference? Yeah, I do. I, any excuse to light a fire is, <laughs> is, is, is you know, it's one I of those figured. things. I figured, Yes. I think it's the pyromaniac in you. It's it's the it's it's my hidden Neanderthal coming up. <laughs> I still have this fascination with fire, and yes. any excuse, even when it's pouring a rain or howling, ah. just to light a small fire, just a you know, couple of logs, a bit of smoke mm. going. For me, there's it's just that ritual of building the fire. Yes, create you know, that vibe. Uh, mm. That for me is 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 it's it's too easy. They work perfectly in the oven, but it's just too easy. I like a little mm. bit of that challenge, a little bit smoky, getting the fire right. You know, and of course, you know, you obviously got, you know, there's an added flavor dimension when you're mm. when you're cooking over over open coals. That, yes. that smoke element uh, it flavors the meat, and and you don't necessarily get that when when you when you cook it in the oven. That's true. I also prefer the braai, yes. although I can't do my own yeah. braai. I need someone to braai for me. <laughs> okay, well that's that's yes. always, as long as you like braai, there will yes. always be someone who'll step forward. There'll always be some. You know what South Africans are like. We all fancy ourselves as world champion braaiers, and all you have to all you have to do is play a little bit of the frem fatale. Oh, where was me if only someone could braai <laughs> for me? You will have hundreds of people Absolutely. step up to to yeah. to, to braai all in sundry. You know, you know how we are South Africans. We yes. we want to lurch in. And if anyone, you don't have to ask twice if someone fancies Brian, mm. um, you know, yeah. because we're all at it. I just wanted to say the other thing, just thinking of pork ribs, uh-huh. my second favorite thing cooking on the braai is when you leave the ribs attached to the pork belly and you cook a whole pork belly. Oh, wow. That is, for me, probably the nicest thing to do on the fire. That uh-huh. is then you're cooking. So you get the best of both worlds. You get, yes. you get that lovely that meat, but you get a proper pork belly on the rib as well. So you can still cut it like a big thick chunky um, spare rib uh, with that nice lovely crackling fat on top so that's uh-huh. kind of my my extension of ribs uh, and i think uh, i see a pork belly on the horizon this weekend we're about we're about to disappear up the coast to cape infanta oh, spend wow. the weekend with some friends uh-huh. um and I, I i i see a pork belly on the horizon at some yes. stage over the weekend most definitely now i must ask you do you um sometimes you know with the pork belly do you sometimes stuff some stuff in there i don't know like just for extra flavors yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not a big fan of stuffing things, um, <laughs> and, and the reason being the just, way I just, said that. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just, one of the things that you've always got to be cognizant on, cognizant of, is when you put uh-huh. anything in a stuffing. How is that going to affect the rest of the meat? Because mm. you you don't want to overcook it just to cook the stuffing. So so for something like a pork belly that's going to be cooked probably on 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 a briar or or, or a low oven for about two hours, you, you kind of run the risk of either drying the pork belly out or or, okay. or just you know or, or not cooking your stuffing for long enough. So I tend to steer clear of, of stuffings and rather add the flavour by accompaniments rather than the mm. actual central protein itself. Interesting. 
Okay. Now I know as well on my list not to stuff anything. <laughs> yeah. No, no, some things are some things are great stuffing and, and as long as you as long as your stuffing doesn't need to be cooked. Yes. You know, if you've got some some cooked spinach mixed with some feta or some ricotta mm. that you're stuffing in, inside a chicken cavity or yes. you know, uh, in a in a in a that kind of thing is fine. It's just when you start to put mints and stuff that where where you're where where the stuffing itself needs to be cooked all yes. the way through. Yeah, oh good. Then you run no. the risk mm. of, of drying out whatever it's encasing it and that therein lies the problem. So I think it's the selection of, of what the stuffing is that, that can enhance flavor, but you don't want to destroy the integrity of the of the protein that you're stuffing. Most definitely makes sense. Yes. So, Peter, thank you so much for those tips and tricks. And uh, also, you must have a good trip all the way along the coast. Yes, I can't wait. We're just going to disappear for a couple of nights, uh-huh. but it's a welcome break. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it, getting out of Dodge for a couple of days. Fantastic. Well, you have a good weekend, and we will catch up same time next week. Fantastic. Until we meet again, to you and the listeners, Solana, may the source be with you. Absolutely. Bye, Peter. Bye.